0: To today's episode of 10 Minute Marketing. I'm your host, Sonia Crystal Williams, and today our special guest joining us is Matt Chambers of M3 Yoga and Pilates, and which is for all of you that are listening. Chances are you're engaged in some type of online community. There's tons of communities that exist out there. Um, You're probably in some groups on Facebook. You might be in little pods that exist on Instagram, maybe with your close friends um, and using tools like that or even beyond some of those tools, Telegram. And um, what's that other one? GroupMe. There's a lot of tools out there that people use to communicate one-on-one with their friends or people they know or people who have similar interests, right? And that exists online. But the reason I brought Matt today is because Matt has been growing a community and that community has grown in person, but it's been through different online ways that he's been able to facilitate the growth of that community. And that is a community of people who enjoy yoga and Hot Pilates, which I am a part of that community, I'm proud to say. So thanks yeah. for being here, Matt.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and I'm excited to talk um, about uh, communities in person and
0: digitally. So let's, let's back up a little bit, because you and your partner, Nick, have a, a yoga studio. And mm-hmm. how long have you all had that yoga studio?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So we've had the Athens, we had one that started in Athens, Georgia. Uh, and so we started that one. Um, it actually started with Nick in uh, April of 2017. Um, okay. So um, math is not my thing, marketing is. And so uh, <laughs> me, that is, um, but uh, it started small as like a small private studio. Um, we doing private classes and lessons. And then um, in August of 2017, it became public. And so that's where I kind of came in to to bring some of like the, mac- the marketing uh, background and, and work there. Um, and so really it's been since then and we've been in Atlanta now for a year. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we have both of them, it's great.
0: Yeah, so two studio locations, one in Athens, one in Atlanta. So you have a marketing background, tell us a little bit more mm-hmm. about that marketing background and how you were able to bridge that into using mm-hmm. it to really launch the studio.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I went to school for journalism and advertising, went through journalism, got burnt out, was done. And so I (laughs) switched over um, to marketing specifically at the University of Georgia um, in their marketing department. So marketing the school um, and its kind of brand. Um, And I was a marketing project manager there. So just touching every aspect of marketing, you know, like getting the creative to talk to the writers, to talk to the photographers, to Mm -hmm. talk to, you know, strategists and everything. And so like just really helping set everything in motion. Um, And a lot of those same tools seamlessly carried over into, um, you know, M3's uh, inception and marketing creation. And I also feel very lucky that like I had free consultants that were my friends that I worked with that were like, hey,
0: (laughs) Here's I'm what like, you can yeah, do, yeah.
1: You? I was like, well, why should I? This was back, you know, I was like back when Instagram was new. I was like, should we be on Instagram? You know, asking the yeah. social media person. And they're like, of course. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and so it was- um, So you know, it pays
0: everyone to have friends in, in marketing in high places, right. yes.
1: Right, <laughs> step one, work in a marketing business. Step two, open a business, you know? <laughs> Free advice. Um, yeah, exactly. it was great. Uh, but yeah, that that uh, that background and those those support. Systems really helped M um, three, especially in the early days. I think um, this was before a lot of yoga studios or any really fitness places had caught on to doing much marketing, unless you were like Planet Fitness, you know, somewhere big. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, especially digital marketing. It was like ads were so cheap; it was great. Uh, it, was, yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, it was you were really exposed um, when you jump on it. It was great.
0: Wow. So okay. So that's actually a good question. Ads. Um, do you all still run ads today, or do you mm-hmm. think the community grows more word of mouth?
1: Oh, I, I mean, it grows word of mouth for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I we would still do ads. Uh, we do digital, um, social, and uh, paid ads um, mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, I would, you know, I those bring in a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of people that come to our studio from uh, word of mouth as well. Um, but there are people that, you know, their friends haven't been to us yet. Particularly in Atlanta where we're pretty new, you know, and so it just takes time. Um, whereas yeah. like in Athens, it's, you know, it's a boulder that's already rolling down that hill. And so um, mm-hmm. word of mouth can be a little bit more effective there um, for sure.
0: Gotcha. So launching in in Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta's a a big market. I mean, Athens pretty big unto its own right. That's a nice size city here in Georgia, but Mm -hmm. Atlanta is like a whole another ballgame because you have so many surrounding suburbs and just a high concentration of studios in the city. So so okay, so if we were to say part of that formula, it sounds like ads has been part of the formula that's helped Mm -hmm. the community grow. Once you get people into the studio, how are you using? these other tools like Instagram and YouTube to really just help your community thrive or do you still even attract new people off of the things that you put out through those networks? Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think the social uh, aspect is really good for attracting um, new clients. I think it's really good for building that community and also like, retaining your clients um like i think that's a lot of what it helps with for us um you know obviously you know we get in front of new faces and get new follows, and that you know that's all great and everything but also like keeping our students engaged and like keeping them Mm -hmm. you know on the loop of like you know this is going to be coming up so here's all our events here's a little cute little video about it and you know like here's some story posts that are like graphics that we post very often these are important things to know about our studio so we post them you know Mm -hmm. a few times a week and you know and so um yeah, I think those things can be very helpful. I think, you know, repetition is always great. So like using those stories and just like repeating them over and over and over, like they're going to know it and it'll be great. Um, And so I think it's been great once they're in the studio, um, those become really good retention tools. I think also our email uh, efforts are really good along with um, with text. Uh, We do some text auto text campaigns that um, Ah, reach out to people. And so, um, you know, I check in, I, I check in with them, you know, after the first class, um, there's an the auto text that goes out and just, you know, how was your first class? Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, and so those like personal touches, um, you know, feel real. And there's like a whole pipeline that they go through um, in the studio and it's all good stuff wow. all good information. Yeah.
0: So were you just behind the scenes, like just building out this whole system of like, when this happens, they go here, when this mm-hmm. happens, they go there. I mean, Let me ask you a question though. for business owners. Let's just say people who own a brick and mortar facility Mm -hmm. could be in the fitness industry. It could be a hair salon, anything like that. Do you think that system is something that takes a lot of time to build out? And is it expensive? You know, just just generally speaking, without you throwing out the exact figure, but is it expensive Mm -hmm. or is it something that, hey, as a growing or starting up business, this is something that can be executed?
1: Yeah, that's a great question because I had that question myself back in 2018. I was like, this seems like a yeah. lot of money and work and <laughs> effort to do. Um, I think it's totally worth it. I think uh, we wouldn't get the conversions that we get uh, in from mm. new people coming through our door nearly mm-hmm. as much um, if we didn't send those messages uh, and we didn't have those, those touch points. Um, I think it does take a lot of work for sure to do it up front. Um, and then the maintaining, it's not bad. So when you get a, um, you know, you'll get the perfect lead um, when someone replies back. So that like interaction there, you know, that that person is ready and willing and engaged. Um, and so it does take a lot of work to set up for sure. And it, um, you know, I go in and tweak the messages, some you know, once or twice a year, just seeing on how they're doing or if we change language, you know, that we use or add a class or something. But um, for the most part, once you set them in place, I mean, it's pretty hands-off, you know, it kind of runs mm-hmm. on its own and, and definitely mm-hmm. is worth, you know, it's weight in gold for sure.
0: Okay. So the investment of time is really up front, I mean, you still got to tweak things mm-hmm. and do maintenance, but it it mm-hmm. was you really investing a lot of that time in the beginning to set the systems up.
1: But really, it saved me more time, I think, because like this prevents me from having to call every person, you know, a few yeah. times to check in with them. You know, it's just an automated thing. I don't have to worry about like, who have I emailed, who haven't I emailed? Like, I think over time, it ends up saving you way more time for sure, especially like the volume that we do. Um, mm-hmm. It just, yeah, makes more sense that way.
0: Absolutely. And then my next question was, like, do you, Matt, do all of this from the content creation of social media? Like, are you a, a one man show doing it all on your own or are there people here and there like I need this person for graphics? I need this person for video. Like, do you have people that you go to that help with any parts of the system that you've created?
1: Yeah, we have videographers and photographers that we use. Um for professional shoots that we do, um, we just did one recently, uh, and um, uh, but for most of it, it's yeah, it's just me and uh, my partner Nick. We will hold the camera up, you know, and take the photo and the video. You know, iPhone cameras are so good nowadays that you know for social it doesn't matter as much. Um, it uh, we've also always had a social feel that's felt a little more organic. You know, like that's just kind of our social media brand is it's a little bit organic, like it's not. You know, like real. Least, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like gonna be super spoiled. polished. It's like real. Yeah, it's real and it's from the heart. Everything we post is, you know, pretty much from the heart that we're writing, you know. And so, um, yeah, it's it's just us, uh, just a small little shop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But you've been able to do something really big and amazing. So that's that's huge. Um, what do you enjoy most on um, and, and and let's go into two things because you also teach at the studio, so you're marketing, you are you're a co-owner and then you're teaching also at the studio on the, just the marketing side. And then we'll get into teaching, mm-hmm. but on the marketing side, what are the aspects that you enjoy? I guess most do you just, I love making, like, that's the funnest part of the job, you know, from that end for me, feel like you enjoy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoy, um, planning, uh, events and creating the graphics yeah. and, and messaging around those. I also really enjoy, um, the the communication that happens in our marketing because it is such a like pipeline and it's like hey how are you doing like tell me about your class how's it going like the students reply back and that's really cool to like have a conversation i've never met them you know but like i'm having a conversation with them as like hey i'm glad you like you know super stretch like that's wonderful Um, i think that's a really cool component um, and i think that kind of makes it feel like that community even when you're walking you know like you're walking into a community obviously, but then also like virtually we're right there with you. Of Like, Hey, we're still going to check in on you. You know, how's it going? Uh, yep. Kind of making people feel seen. I really, I really enjoy that.
0: Yeah. Which I think is really huge. Um, and, and especially the, that's one of the reasons why people come into a yoga community um, mm-hmm. and wanting to feel like they're a part of something and they're around similar, you know, kind of people. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And then on the teaching side, what do you teach at the yoga studio?
1: Yeah, I teach uh, Inferno Hub Pilates and Inferno Power Pilates, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a uh, high-intensity, low-impact workout class using Pilates principles. Um, One of them uses weights, and one of them is all body weight. Um, And it's lasers on the wall, good lights and music, and uh, we're pumping you up and getting you going. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So spoiler alert, everybody, I teach Inferno Hot Pilates at Matt's Mm -hmm. studio. We met online actually, which is funny. And then in Mm -hmm. person. Um, But, but, but that's fun because it's such a disconnect from being in front of a computer Mm -hmm. and being at a desk and and getting away from marketing sometimes Mm -hmm. and just doing something different, especially physically with your body. So I love it. Um, And I thank you. And I I love the studio. (laughs)
1: Oh, I'm glad. I love having you at the studio. And I love teaching as well. I mean, I think it gives me a reason. Like, it reminds me on those hard days where, like, marketing and going through the slog or whatever. And, you know, like, anything's mm-hmm. business. But, like, going to the class and seeing the students grow and get stronger. I'm sure you feel the same. It's so Absolutely. inspiring. Like, why we do it. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's, like, it's like my why. You know, find your why or whatever.
0: Um, exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So a couple of quick questions as we start to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um one is there's a lot of fitness content that exists on Instagram and YouTube. Do you feel like or do you ever find yourself asking how do we make ourselves a little different or how do we stand out or how do we make sure our content is connecting with the right people and and if so like how do how do you do that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um I mean, yes, we ask ourselves, how can we stand out? I don't think I'm ever, you know, it's it's nice in a way being a, a local business and a small local business in two cities, a small local business where, like, I'm not going to try and, like, capture the U.S. audience's attention. So it kind of helps me focus yeah. um, a little yeah. bit on, like, I just want to hit Atlanta and Athens and, like, do it well. Yeah. Um Our, you know, strategy has always been to be real and authentic and and engaging in that capacity, and like to showcase the community. And because there is Mm -hmm. a lot of like, you can go watch thousands of millions of hours of YouTube of yoga and Pilates classes, and um, but like you can't watch a class on community, you know. Like, and so like our marketing is going to lean into that community factor, um, and that's going to be a lot of what we try to sew on social media. um, And so that's kind of where we differentiate because like you can find out what yoga and Pilates is a lot of the time. And like, you're also not going to go to Instagram to find that out really, you know? And so, um, but you are going to find out like, what is the vibe of this studio? Like, I want to know what this is going to feel like if I walk through this door. Um, And so like, that's what we try to share.
0: Yeah. I love that. Um, Would you have imagined, let's just say even 10 years ago that you would be running a yoga studio where you are today.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. Not even close. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't done yoga. Um, I still don't do too much yoga. Uh, you know, it's oh, yeah. wild. Um, yeah, I never would have imagined, you know, it was Nick and I meeting. Um, and then the rest was history from there. Um, I think I might have gone down a business route, maybe one day, I don't know, you know, that's kind of been something like my father did that. And so that's kind of a little bit, you know, in my mind, but it was never anything to like, certainly open up fitness or yoga studio yeah
0: okay it's I I wondered about that I was like I wonder that for for
1: yeah I don't think either of us really planned it it just kind of happened yeah it just Um, happened it's kind of magical yeah and and I've just always gone with the flow you know I went from journalism to advertising real easily and you know like that's just always gone where the water has taken me in that that regard. Um, And it took me to a yoga studio. Um, I mean, I kept my marketing job for a long time, you know, while the business was growing, you know, and then, and then left. But um, yeah, I was doing both for a while.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you've been able to gracefully, or maybe gracefully, we all run businesses. So maybe it's not always (laughs) graceful, but you make it look graceful in having that transition from one to the next. So that's awesome. Um, How can people find you? or learn more about the studio. And for people, even though Atlanta is where like technically your face-to-face community is, um, are there ways that people can engage if they're not in Atlanta?
1: Yeah, for sure. So any of our social media, um, our website's the great, Uh, our m3yoga.com is the website, social media, Athens is m3athens, Atlanta's m 3 atlanta pretty simple. Um, You know, I'm on Instagram and not really much, but it's, Wheat bread candy—that's uh, my very catchy title. Uh,
0: wait, wait. So pause, because uh, I have a question yeah. about that that I've never asked you. <laughs> What's the story behind wheat bread candy?
1: There's literally no story. So <laughs> literally, was I was like, I'm gonna change. It used to be welcome, to Matt. Like welcome, D Matt. Um, and uh, and then I changed it to wheat bread candy randomly one day. I was like, what should I change it to? And when you go to change it, it was like suggested things, and it suggested wheat bread, and then I was like, candy. And so, uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's no rationale. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a mystery. Um, <laughs> it's catchy, though. <laughs> it is catchy. That. I was like, I like it. I'm going to stick with it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, you can engage with us there. You know, we um, have an online library of videos. So, if you're not in Atlanta or in Athens, then we can, you know, still get you some classes online and all that. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people come through Atlanta sometime, you know, whether they're traveling or whatnot. So, we're here.
0: That's right. And and those of you in Atlanta who also Mm -hmm. check out the studio and then you go travel, you have access to that online library as well. So very cool. Mm -hmm. Well, Matt, I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being here and just sharing a little bit about how you all have been able to grow and expand to locations now m three yoga. Thanks so much for being here. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great day. Yay. Thank you.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: Yeah.